Rich Keller. Rich is a catalyst. He is a branding expert and keynote speaker with over 20 years of experience building identities for some of the world's most iconic brands and startups. Let's jump into it. Rich, what does it mean to be a catalyst? Uh, Rob, thanks for having me, by the way. I really am grateful to be here. Um, oh, that's a loaded question, actually. Um, well, I guess I'll start by saying that I, I believe that everybody has one core value that they're born with. And the way that I interpret that is I, I try to inspire everybody to think like a brand. And if you own a phone, you are a brand. People are brands. And branding is really about giving away your magic. It's, uh, it's, it's what you give away to improve the lives of others. So if you really think about yourself as a brand, the question you have to ask yourself is what do you sell? And because people buy brands to solve problems. And I just decided one day that I spent 25 years crafting identities for brands in one word, which is their core value. That's what I call it, your core value. And um, one day I was helping my son and I realized, wait a minute, maybe people have a core value and I could help people discover that. And uh Funny story, I, I guess it's funny or not, I was applying for a job and um, I was on my way to receiving what I thought was the job offer. And this is many years ago. And the recruiter said to me, um, I'll never forget it. She said, you're not getting the job. And I was like completely shocked. And she said, you are a catalyst and they are looking for a babysitter. And I hadn't realized at that moment that she actually defined my core value. And for all these years in marketing and branding, I was helping brands discover theirs. And through then working with my son many years later during the college process, I decided at 50 years old, literally, you, I think your brain changes when you turn 50, by the way, I quit my career. I quit a very successful corporate career um, and um, decided that I wanted to impact people's lives. And I wanted to be remembered for helping people win. Not that I didn't love what I did in branding, because I did, but um, as a cancer survivor and my wife as well, I wanted to leave a legacy of helping people win. And so I know my core value and I'm helping people discover theirs. Wow, wow, wow. Um, <laughs> it's, it's incredible to kind of think about like kind of that transition and that, that kind of the impact that obviously you've had on so many different levels um, yeah. of that and kind of, Kind of that one conversation was like hearing the word catalyst and thinking about the impact that that has now and kind of how it, that it has every day. Absolutely. I also have to tell you that because I, I, I want your listeners to maybe understand this a little deeper. When I quit my career, I didn't know that I would go out and help people discover their core value. I, I quit because I wanted to do something that would leave a legacy, but I didn't know what it was going to be at that point. And I came home and literally sat in my office that I'm in right now. And I, I said, what did I just do? But if you think about it as a catalyst, I disrupt normal. And so I actually disrupted my life by leaving my career. And if I had called you and 10 other people and told you I was doing that when I did it on the spot, you would have all said no. So I don't, I don't advocate that other people do it that way because your, that's not your core value. But if you really think about it, when I realized that I had this opportunity and I had helped my son a couple of years before that moment, when I was in my office saying, what am I going to do next? 
I, I really have been true to myself. And that is what the core value is about. It's the one thing that you give away to the world to improve the lives of others. And if you can articulate that and then craft your brand story around it, because branding is storytelling and everything you do should ladder up to who you are, that's the essence of what I try to do right now to help people bring their entire story together through demonstrating this core value because who you are drives what you do, not the other way around. Yeah. So it sounds like kind of when you made that jump, there wasn't necessarily like a plan of this is what I'm going to do next, or here's kind of the three month, one year, five year, kind of how did you kind of make that transition and then see what to get to where you are now? What, what were the steps that ended up happening? Kind of when did it start to everything fall into place? What was that transition period like? Yeah, just to be really clear, there was no plan. I mean, you want to talk about entrepreneur, I had to look in the mirror and even like, tell myself that at 50 years old, I was becoming an entrepreneur. Um, I'll try to keep it really short, the story, because it actually is pretty amazing in the sense that if you really believe in what you're doing, um, that is probably what I would say 80% of the battle. Um, you, you have to like really own what you want to go out and do to change the world. But you know, quite frankly, the true story is fall of 2017 when I quit my career and I had this crazy idea that maybe I can help people discover their one word. I was on Facebook one morning and I saw a post from uh, Justin and Dylan, and I know you interviewed Dylan Gambardella. Um, Justin Lafazan and Dylan Gambardella wrote a post about their next gen summit, which was the following summer. And to make a long story really short, had I not read that post, I wouldn't be right now on this podcast because as I was reading it, I thought it would be a great opportunity for my son who had just been started college and through you know, clicking and putting my finger on different links, I came upon Justin's story and he went to Penn. And I just that afternoon called my son's best friend at, at Penn, who was a freshman, true story. And I asked him if he knew Justin and he said, yeah, he went to the same sleepaway camp as your son and me. And I was like, are you kidding me? And so long story short, Justin, uh, the, my son's friend put me in contact with Justin and a couple of weeks later, I was on the phone with him and I did something pretty bold, which I look back now and I'm like, it was probably, you know, everybody should do this. I told Justin, I had this crazy idea. It was January of 2018. And I said, I have this crazy idea to help a million people discover their one word. Can I speak at your top rated summit the following summer? And he's like, you quit your career? And I said, yeah. And he called me back two days later and he invited me to speak at their 2018 summit that following summer, I literally hired a team. I went to motivational speaking school. I built a website all within five months, got out there and literally thought the weekend of their summit in 2018 that I would be back to the corporate world the following Monday. And people came up to me after, the, after I was done and they said, can you help me discover my own word? And I'm like, no, cause I don't really know how to, like it was all in my head. I didn't like have, anything done, written out. And, and I came back and I told my, my team that I was working with and they were like, we told you, you need to come up with something. So I ended up coming up with the program, which I do now offer to people. But what I learned along the way that weekend was that entrepreneurs can take themselves and their business and marry it together with this one word. And I realized that Justin and Dylan were the brand. People were at that summit because of the two of them. They weren't at the summit because it was a summit. And so I called them subsequently and I said, listen, I want to thank you guys for inviting me. I didn't know them from a hole in the wall. 
And I said, I want to help you build your brand. And I think I can help you both discover your one word, which and which ended up being momentum. And we ended up putting themselves in their next gen together with this word. That's what they sell. You sell your core value. And the next, the rest is history. I keynoted in 2019. I'm an advisor with them today. I love the two of them. They've opened every single door for me. But the moral of the story is I, I happen to be in the right place at the right time, which is serendipity. But I also shared my crazy idea and believed in it enough, enough to have them say yes or him say yes. And I was freaking out. I'm like, you actually want me to come speak? Yeah, you asked. And so (laughs) the rest, and so from there I built my business and I do, I'll be honest as well. I do a lot of free work to get paid because you're only as good as the people that know you. If you're listening to this podcast, you're only as good as the people that know you. So I call it the Costco sampling method because I came from the brand world. You go to Costco to eat lunch, but you're, you know, people love the free samples there, but they're not giving it away because they have extra food. They want you to buy the product. So the only way to really win in the world is to give away your stuff. And then the more people that that are impacted by it, the next people will pay you. And so I've really been using for the last three and a half years that strategy because that's the only way I can get my crazy one word idea out into the world and have people see that if they do discover who they are and they can sell themselves in that particular way, they can build their story around what their magic is or their core value, as I like to say. So Justin and Dylan, shout out to them. They opened up the first door and every door since then. Major shout out to Justin and Dylan there. Um, and that's awesome in terms of also how bold in terms of taking that leap and saying yes and then speaking on the stage and then creating the plan and everything that comes with it. So yeah, uh, that's awesome. Um, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I share can I share yeah, one absolutely. sort of quick story from their their 2019 summit? Because I think this is also important. A lot of times, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, you gotta look for those serendipity moments. You gotta look for the signals that sort of tell you you're on the right track. Cause everybody thought I was crazy. And some people to this day still think I am, but I was at their 2019 summit. So I, I was a workshop in 2018, but I keynoted it in 2019, right before COVID. And um, when I'm on stage and I do my interactive motivational speaking, I pick brands out in the world and I pick people in the audience. And I use Spanx as one of the most you know, amazing brands. And I love Sarah Blakely. And, and I asked the audience if anybody wanted to participate, men included, because I do wear a Spanx compression men's t-shirt. So I showed the audience, no man raised their hand, by the way. This girl raises her hand and I didn't know who the person was, got up. I did the interactive with her. We talked about Spanx and then one word. And when I was done, I was doing a media interview and this girl came up to me and she tapped me on the shoulder and she said, I just want to introduce myself. And her name is Amanda McCrate. Shout out to Amanda, who I love to this day. And I was like, oh my God, you're Amanda McCrate. Like I knew the name, but I didn't know it was her. So I ended up picking from the audience, Sarah Blakely's husband's creative director, Jesse Itzler. I I picked his creative director and Amanda gave me, she's like, I want to give you this text. I was having an exchange with Sarah Blakely during the interactive. And I just want you to have this because I think someday when you like make it big with this crazy one word idea, I was dumbfound. I mean, Amanda's become an incredible friend. I meant to her all the time. She's incredible, but I picked her out of an audience of 400 people. And that was a moment for me when I left 2019's Next Gen Summit where I said, you know what, screw the world. 
I'm onto something and I'm going to go make this happen. And like, it's that serendipitous moment to this day. And I have the text that's right next to me. I look at it on my wall every day that I'm like, wow. I mean, what is Rob? What are the chances of that happening? Right. But that was a signal to me that, you know what? Crazy ideas can work if you have the, you know, the gumption and the motivation to keep going. And I guess I do. So I yeah. wanted to share that. That's a, that's an awesome story. And what are the chances of that? Um, yeah. Wild. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I have a, one question in terms of how do you pick and why is it one word in terms of, you know, it's not two words or a sentence. How did you come up across one word specifically? It's a great question, actually. I, I What I always say to people is um, branding is storytelling. And so you have to craft your story in what I call moments. And one of the first things I learned when I was putting together my motivational speaking presentation was that I think the Harvard study of communication said that it takes seven seconds to make a first impression on another human being. And so I sort of, I built my talk around the concept of, we all need an elevator speech. You know, everybody's like, what's your elevator speech? But in, honest, in all honesty, if somebody, like I always say, if Mark Zuckerberg walks into the elevator on Facebook, what are you going to tell him? Like, you're not, by the time you introduce yourself, you say your name, nice to meet you, you don't have a lot of time left. And so my feeling is, and I'll use me as an example, because I'm a catalyst, you already know five things about me just by saying that word. You, you know I'm not going to be one that, you know, babysits and sits around and isn't, you know, inspiring and empowering. And so the whole concept is, you start with seven seconds. And after they leave the elevator, if they're looking for, we need somebody that's going to blow this next you know, project up. And I'm just saying the person in the elevator says, you know what? I just saw someone in the elevator who said they were a catalyst. If you want to meet me, then I'm going to go into maybe my five minute pitch and then maybe my 15 and so on. So what I tell people is you have to craft your story in moments and you got to start. I believe you have to start at seven seconds. And once you get that word, that's why I believe it's one word, but then they leave with an impression about you. And then you build and you build and you build because that's what happens. You got to, you got to reimagine your narrative. And that's what I help people do. I help people reimagine their narrative and it is a change sort of crazy way to do it, but you've got seven seconds in the elevator. What are you going to say? So you say you one word, if done right, I can help you do that in a way where people are going to be wanting more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess, do you, do you see social media as like an extension of the elevator in terms of like the, whether it's on platforms like TikTok or on LinkedIn, where now more and more a personal brand and being able to connect, whether it's in industry or outside of that, um, is continuing to grow and have more and more of a role in any role, especially with entrepreneurs and kind of along the, those lines? One million percent. I always say, I mean, I, I share with the audience a lot of times, if you own a phone, and I'm holding my phone up now, if you own a phone, you're a brand because perception is reality. And so what I try to tell people is you, when you create that narrative online or in the social world, when people, when I was in the corporate world, we looked people up before we interviewed them. I mean, it's not a secret. And so what you see is what you get. And so I, I give an example to my daughter all the time. Like if all I see is red cups in your hand and bikinis in the beach, and you're coming in for an interview, you're already five steps behind because I don't know that you're an athlete and a scholar and so on and so forth and so forth. So the whole goal is 
the, 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 the point of social media, in my opinion, is branding is about giving away your magic. So if you create an identity about yourself and you're going to tell people, this is what my magic is, this is what I give to the world, if you can put that into a narrative that through multiple areas of the digital world, I can get that sense from you, you're going to have a much easier time breaking through the clutter. And so the whole, my whole point is, you break it down to its simplicity, but that gives you, once you know who you are, you can go do 8 million things, but they, if they don't ladder up to something consistent, you're going to be everything to everyone and nothing to no one. So it is a big part of why I believe in the digital world, you can win, but we all love our phone, but we don't love it for the negative side effects of the phone. And that is what you put out there is what people are taking in. So that perception is reality is a really big component of branding that I don't think even entrepreneurs, they need to understand that everything you're putting out there is being seen. You have to thread it together so that that narrative is consistent. And that's what I try to do when you bring your business and your entrepreneurship, yourself and your business together with your one word. Money follows core value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely in terms of kind of the perception because it is there and there is no way of thinking like everyone does check LinkedIn before a meeting or even anything. So, you know, if there's nothing on LinkedIn, then that also is a message there at the same time. So there's always kind of a meaning to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I always encourage people like I do myself, put your one word after your name, like on LinkedIn, I have Rich Keller Catalyst. And a mm -hmm. lot of people will say to me, what is that word? And that's my segue in to mm -hmm. my story, you know, mm -hmm. so because we don't, we want to stand out. I mean, the whole, my company is stand out, conquer obstacles, reach excellence. All it takes is one word to score. You want to stand out. How mm -hmm. do you do it? You have to be different. And so the way to be different is to share with people, in my opinion, my philosophy, what is your magic? because perception is reality. And the best example I can give you on, I talk about this on stages a lot is, you know, everybody knows Miley Cyrus and everybody knows that she's irreverent. And so you're not going to ask her to babysit your newborn. You're just not. But guess what? She may have seven awards in babysitting, but I don't know that because what she puts out in the world is a persona that would lead me to believe she's not the first person that's going to be on my list to babysit my infant. But if she's got these awards and doesn't tell me, I'm going to pass her by. And that's what I mean by having a consistent identity because consistency breeds credibility. So it's the onus is on you because other people are controlling your narrative if you don't control it first. And that's what I try, especially with entrepreneurs. What are you selling? Be very clear on what you're selling. And because people buy humans, you are the person they're buying. So you've got to put, inject that core value into your company. So people eventually see you and your company as one and the same. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I love this. And especially kind of going back to even what you said at the start of thinking about from the brand history, kind of your experience there, and then applying that to humans and entrepreneurs, because more and more, I feel like as they're more entrepreneurs and personal branding is incredibly important with that. And then the core values piece, I guess a company's core values can be different than their founders core values are like their core one word. Is that true or not true? Or kind of they play off each other to some extent? Cause you said a couple of different you know, words there about kind of your company. Yeah. You know what? 
in my philosophy, everybody has one core value, mm. but I would, but I, but the way that I try to help companies, it's actually a really great question. And I'll use next gen as an example, because the way that I work with entrepreneurs is you take your core value in this case, momentum, that's what next gen sells. And you take the acronym of momentum and create your values as a company. So the M-O-M-E-N-T-U-M, each one of them represents a value. Could you call them core values? Of course. I mean, that's, you know, the, the company's decision. But the idea is we sell momentum, but within momentum, these are the values that we look for when we are bringing employees in, when we are doing partnerships. So the reason I take the acronym and try to do that is because then it becomes much easier to have the company understand we give away momentum, but within momentum, these are the values. So that's what I do with companies around their one word. And if you have a word that's got a, 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 you know, only three letters, like I worked with someone whose one word is key, we can add on. We could say key win, you know, key for the win or whatever. But but it is an important question because you give away your core value. Most people miss what branding is. Branding is about giving away your magic. The audience is the hero, not the brand or the entrepreneur. So the audience wants to know what am I buying to make my life better? We're not buying products. We buy the core value that is delivered through the product. Yeah, it's such an interesting point there because when we're buying something, we're not actually buying, if I buy a Swiffer, I'm not actually buying, when I'm thinking about it, it's not the actual item it's that i want to clean my floor and i That's want exactly uh, right. yeah yeah, yeah the, the so, item so like, right so like the example i always give i mean back to the spanx example spanx doesn't sell undergarments they're not in the underwear business they sell confidence because when you wear spanx and you lift it in and everything gets sucked up you look thinner you're confident you're buying that confidence. That's what you pay 80 bucks for. You don't pay 80 bucks for the underwear. The product delivers the confidence. And so that's what I try to help entrepreneurs understand. It's not the product you're selling. It's the core value that is inside and the product delivers it. So the underwear with the technology that she's created delivers the confidence. And so if I call you, Rob, and say, I have an undergarment for 80 bucks or confidence for 80 bucks, you're more than likely to listen to my conversation around confidence because nobody pays 80 bucks for underwear. Yeah. Just like we don't pay $7 for Starbucks coffee, we're paying for community. We're paying to sit there all day. You know, it's not free to, as a college student to sit in Starbucks all day. You're paying for that. You're paying for it through the coffee because they know when you come in, chances are you're buying a cup of coffee for $7. But that $7 paid for the chairs and the, the Wi-Fi and the aroma and the cushions. That's what branding is about. What are you selling? What core value am I buying to make my life easy? Staying there all day? makes your life easy because you have a place to go and study or meet people and so on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you brought up college. So um, real quick, last question is thank you for your time. And I know we're going a little bit, a little bit. Oh, over no, here. I don't want uh, Not at all. Yeah, yeah. If you could go back to kind of when you were in college, what advice would you give yourself? Oh my God. That's such a good question. Wow. Um, I, I, I'm going to say two things. I'm going to say two things. Cause I think, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things I can say, but the first one I'll say is I, I want people to always think about this going forward. Um, nurture your future self. Nurture your future self. Every action you take has a consequence. 
And while you know you're supposed to live for today, you want to plan for tomorrow, try to always think about how what you're going to do next is going to fit into the puzzle of your life. Even if you don't know your life beyond two or three years, is the next move or the next opportunity you are going to be doing, is that going to nurture you to get you where you want to go? So be proactive in your thinking. First one, nurture your future self. The second one I would say is something that I wish that I would have done more of, and that's network, network, network. You are only as good as the people that know you. And when you network with people, the five words you should always start a networking discussion with is, how can I help you? That's the power of networking. And I didn't understand that when I was in my 20s growing up. I didn't understand that networking is about helping others because once you do that, they're going to say, well, how can I help you? And so we get scared on networking because we don't know what to say. We think we have to go in you know, with, with uh, all this knowledge about the person we're networking with. Just start the convo. How can I help you? What do you need? I guarantee you they will come back and say, well, what can I do for you? So network and ask those five words, start with those five words, how can I help you? Those are both great pieces of advice and kind of both in a way also that last piece about kind of how can I help you almost connects back to what we're talking about the brands and kind of focusing on the other person and kind of taking that perspective into so many different aspects, whether it's a conversation or anything marketing or really every aspect. That's right. You want to be the guide, never the hero of your story. And it sounds so like, may sound so ridiculous when it's said that way, but when you're in a networking event, they're the, win they're the winner. How can you help them? You guide your magic. That's your moment. When you say, when somebody says, I need help, that's your moment to prove to them what you do. But if you do it that way and make them the hero, they're gonna come back and say, I wanna help you versus the other way around, which a lot of people do, they start with, this is what I need. And a lot of times the hero isn't going to win in the end because the hero is the person you're talking to. Yeah, yeah, very true. Very, very true. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Rich. It's been a great conversation. I'm, I'm feeling very motivated and fired up right now. And I, I want to start to try to think about one word. I feel like one word is going to be tough, but uh, I, I'll I love it now. when somebody says that. I love it when somebody says that. I just want to tell you listeners as well, yeah. um, check out check out my podcast, The Catalyst Effect. If you want to um, listen to brands out in the world, I pick brands that everybody knows. I do five to 15 minute episodes on what their one word is. And I also interview the people that I work with, like Justin and Dylan. And so it's called The Catalyst Effect. It's on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google. Learn more about my branding philosophy. And I'm happy to talk to anybody in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. And we will share some links to everything in, in the description and in all, in all posts as well. Check you got it. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm very grateful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.